Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, Master John, Lord Bala, Johnny Hotcakes. Yay, me! <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> you're such a dork, okay. Oh, you're a bigger dork, I think. I'm the biggest. Yes. I have a big dork. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a good weekend, John? A great weekend. Yeah. I spent it with my bestie. I know. Yay! <laughs> We're getting We're ready for a party. Getting ready for the party. We yes. spent the weekend getting ready for the party. We grilled out. We had a good time in the pool with friends. Yes. It was a good weekend. And you're having um, a huge. We are choreographing a circus style act. Look out. It's going to be big. Look out. We got, we've recruited people. We got a bunch of things going on all at the same time. Just hope I don't kill anybody. <laughs> not, not that night anyway. <laughs> right. It's going to could... be big though. We got, I've got some, I've got some things planned that, some surprises. Got some, some new, I try to have something new every time we do it. Yeah. So it gets bigger and better each time. Absolutely. And I always think, oh God, what can I do to top myself from last time? And here we go. Here we go. It's going to be big. <laughs> That's gonna I hope be awesome. I don't die. <laughs> Everybody else is safe. It's me. So tonight we're going to talk about more about relationships than really anything tonight. I mean, it's not BDSM, but BDSM dynamics are yeah. relationships. Absolutely. So marriage dot com, John. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so maybe we're not getting married in BDSM, but yeah, no, they do have some good relationship tips, like true. communication. <sighs> do and, we really have to communicate? And empathy, <laughs> <laughs> and giving a shit about each other, oh. feelings. <laughs> so how do we have a relationship, Mia? Oh, it's we, so easy. We have basic <laughs> principles. Relationships can give us give rise to feelings of passion, fulfillment, and also cause much <laughs> agony when things fall apart. <laughs> you laughing about relationships falling apart? I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting is so many people are in relationships and they don't realize how toxic they are. Right. You know? A relationship doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. Correct. You and I have a relationship as friends. Correct. We have... Uh, we have people that we play with in the dungeon and that's a relationship yeah so relationships come in a lot of forms and being able to find healthy relationships is really important so yeah you're right a lot of people are in toxic relationships toxic friendships yeah toxic family relationships yeah oh god that's a whole other ball game <laughs> you know I think why our relationship works so well is because we might not agree about everything but we always talk things through like sane adults. Right. And the things we don't agree on don't really matter don't to really our friendship. Matter. No, not at all. We don't agree on politics all the time. No. We're both independent. We both say, you know, everybody what sucks. They all yeah. suck. <laughs> <laughs> so we can talk about stupid shit and be like, okay, and it's over. But we can talk about everything. Yeah. Overall, we can pretty much talk about anything and everything. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. We talk about sex a lot. <laughs> the fucked up shit we did the yesterday. Fucked up shit. We make uh, fun of this, people. This, this. I was like, I'm not going to tell you, but she can. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. 
So, so. But we, you know, but we value each other. Yeah, we absolutely. We laugh a lot together, a lot. Absolutely. And, you know, that that's important, too, is to be able to have a connection with somebody that's positive and then brings a lot of positive energy into your life. Absolutely. We're both positive people. Right. You know, it sucks, you know, when we're dealing with our own issues of one thing or another, but it, I think we handle it pretty well, too. Right. You know, it's not like we ever take it out on one another or, I mean, you know, we can live together, we can hang out all the time, and we really don't get tired of each other, I don't think, either. No, no, no. Mm-mm. I mean, you know. <laughs> as far as we're concerned at this point. <laughs> for, for a while, still talking to you. Exactly. Okay, so what are some important things in a relationship? Here are 20 things people in great relationships have oh, in common. Goodness. And I switched to another article, so you're not even going to be able to see this. Oh, okay. Okay. So, great relationships don't just happen. You have to work on them. Number one, you enjoy spending time with each other. Mm-hmm. Check. Okay. Trust and support each other. Check. Yes. Have fun together. Yes. <laughs> Share core values and beliefs. Yes, we do on them for 90%, 95%. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. And the things that we don't, that's okay. That is a-okay. We agree and disagree respectfully without hurting each other's feelings or being mean on purpose. Absolutely. Because we don't always agree. No. You think I'm being stupid all the time. And I usually and you agree. think I'm a bitch. <laughs> we usually agree. You say, yeah, I'm a bitch. And I say, yeah, I'm being stupid. But you know what you do, too? I think it is you, you're you so kind. And then you'll you'll do something like remember to bring me a drink. Or you'll, you'll do like little things and you'll remember things about what I like. Yeah, we're friends. We're friends. Yeah, but that's important. Yeah. Number six. Consider it. Do not try to change each other. No. Mm-mm. And allow the other person to be free to be who they are. Don't we see that so often in we, fucked up relationships? We do, and we talk about it a lot. And my here's my opinion on it. If you're trying to change the person, did you really like them in the first place? Yeah, exactly. Because if you liked them in the first place, you liked who they were, not who you want them to be. Exactly. So... If you're trying to change somebody to be who you want to be, that's your problem, not the other person's problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think when I was, I was in this one toxic relationship at the very beginning, and I think you do that when you're in your 20s, you don't realize you put yourself in toxic, such really toxic situations. Because everybody has (laughs) certain needs and wants, and they're in common with everyone. Yes. Everyone wants to feel normal. You know, that's a big one. Yeah. They want to feel normal. Yeah. They want to feel loved. And they want somebody, they want to find someone. Maybe, maybe everybody doesn't want to get married. Or, but they need to find people that they can connect with. Everybody wants to feel connected. It's all about connection. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to be alone. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody wants to be alone. Even hermits who say they want to be alone still want to have somebody that they can talk to. True. Yeah. All right. Um, have individual and relationship boundaries and respect those boundaries. Mm. That's a big one. It is a big one. Because a lot of people don't respect their partner's boundaries. 
Very true. And the, the, the key to that is when somebody doesn't respect your boundaries, you leave. It's over. But people don't because they're afraid of being alone. Yeah, it's sad. But, you know, there's so many people out there. You know, I always tell people there's always somebody out there for somebody. You tell them the same thing. Absolutely. There's yeah. so many people out there wanting so many different things. And, yeah, it's it's hard to find. <clears throat> Listen, I had a friend who wanted to be a cannibal. She wanted to eat people. And she found people online. There's a huge community. You can find people. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, you find all these people that want to eat other people, and I can't even find a normal person. <laughs> No shit. <laughs> but my normal isn't everybody else's normal. Yeah, very true. For her, that was normal. For me, my normal is something else. So when I say I'm looking for a normal person, you have got you've got to define that. So you're on the really extreme end of things like that, talking about cannibalism. But I will say <laughs> I, that was an extreme yes. example, and it was on purpose. Yeah, because you can find you can, you can find, find people exactly. Yeah. I knew two of my good friends, and they stayed in their relationships strictly because they wanted to... <laughs> Did the dog bite you, or was that something no, else? No, that was an accident for the party. Oh, okay. But the dog keeps licking it, and it hurts. Oh, okay. She stop. <laughs> <laughs> she looks so offended when you're pushing her away. <laughs> I love you, but don't lick right there, okay? It hurts. Um, but you know, I had two good friends and during their twenties, I guess they were so scared of moving forward. They, they continued to stay with men in their life because of financial stability, you know, and that is not the and thing that's to a do. Big one. A lot of people, they do the, that all the time. They think that's the important thing. Yeah. And it's not. Money's not going to bring you happiness. It's not. You need money. And a certain amount of money will bring you a certain comfort in life, but it's not going to bring you happiness. Not at all. All right. Um, invest in the relationship and spend time identifying ways to enhance yourself mm-hmm. in the relationship. <clears throat> Quit trying to find ways to fix the other person and look at yourself. I've said this before. If I'm looking for someone who has an attribute that I want, I need to become the per- that person. I need to be able to say, I want somebody who's intelligent. Well, you know what? I need to be intelligent too. Absolutely. Because if I want somebody who's intelligent, I need to be able to talk to them. True. I want somebody who's fit. You know what? I need to go to the gym. Because somebody who goes to the gym and is fit <laughs> isn't going to want to be with somebody who's not. Don't you Don't you find that interesting? I mean, there are some people that do. You know, I mean, right. you know. But you're not going to get that but, 10, that model type body exactly. that you want if you're, a, if you've got the dad bod. Exactly. You've got to, if you, you've got to work on the things that you want in a partner. you got to work on those things yourself. Yeah. You can't expect someone else to be, have this list of things that you want and you're not willing to give it back. It's like they deflect what they really don't want to see in themselves. Right. You know, they're eager to find it in someone else. They think that it's going to make them better and give them a sense of fulfillment. Because somebody who's worked hard to reach that level isn't going to want somebody who hasn't worked just as hard to reach that level with them. Because it's not going to work if one person is working at a different level than the other person. Absolutely. And And people are looking for different things. Some people work really hard at academics. And they want somebody who's doing that. Some some people work really hard at, you know, building their body. 
You know, yeah. I want people that want that. So it's going to be different. So you got to figure out what you, it is that you want and become that person. And that's really important. I think that's a, we don't really talk about that in society and in relationships. But I think that's really one of the most important things. You have to be the person you want. <clears throat> well, you notice, <laughs> you know, like on dating apps, for example, Plenty of Fish, they always did that little bracket of, you know, how much money do you make each year? <laughs> you know? <laughs> One of my friends, oh, so long ago, you know, she's making. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, she was making like $30,000, $35,000 a year. And she wanted a guy that was making a million dollars a year, right? Or, well, yeah, at least, you know, six and figures. the guys making six figures are like, huh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some were okay with it at the very beginning, but I guess I she probably wasn't very honest. But that's the thing. How many times do we see people that aren't honest when they're entering a relationship? Right. And that's a recipe for disaster. Huge <laughs> recipe for disaster. <laughs> All right. Number nine, love each other unconditionally. And don't put a price tag on your love. Don't say, well, I'll love you if you lose 10 pounds. Oh, yeah. I'll love you if you dye your hair. I'll love you if you're funnier. I'll love you if you... Get a different job. Right. Yeah. Either you love me or you don't. Mm -hmm. the, the things I do, I can change all day long, but it's not going to make you love me anymore. Either you love me or you don't. So, accept and respect each other's differences, flaws, and past. Don't hold somebody's past against them. It's not going to work. Don't play emotional and manipulative games with each other. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so huge. Don't play fucking games. Either you like them or you don't. Yeah. If you don't like them, be honest. If you do, be honest. We see that in the li a lot in the lifestyle, unfortunately. Absolutely. Yeah. Make time for friends, family, and each other. You can't be the only person in each other's lives. you got to still have time for friends and your partner needs to allow time for you to spend time with your friends they need allow time for you to spend with your family but at the same point you have to make time to spend with each other as well it can't be well I'm going to, I don't want to lose my friends so I'm not going to spend much time you've got to balance that open and honest communication and communicate clearly balance your relationship in a professional and personal life positively enhance each other's life if you're not making each other happy if you're not growing growing together and you're not enhancing each other what's the point in being together if you're bringing the other person down and you claim that you love the person if you love if you do love them you would say okay this isn't working because i'm bringing you down and you would let them go yeah absolutely that's the way that works yeah don't hold grudges. Forgive each other. Oh, that's, that's big too. Because yeah. you're going to be upset with each other. It's going to yeah. happen. You know, when I when I have disagreements with my spouse, you know, we'll have a conversation. Like today, I was like, look, you know, it's, it is what it is. So we're going to disagree about this, and then we're just going to move on. And, you know, five, ten minutes later, we're done with it. You know? Whereas 
my brother is in a situation with his wife and she will get so pissed with him and it's stupid and they'll not talk for, you know, three, four days. Is that not insane? That's miserable for both of them. Miserable. So juvenile. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Listen to each other without interrupting and are not so quick to give an answer, but listen to understand. Active listening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't talk. Allow them to speak. Allow them to say what they have to say. Don't get hurt feelings. Don't try to defend yourself. Just let them... If they have enough courage to tell you how they're feeling, have enough courage to listen. That's it. Don't allow people in social media to control your relationship. We've said this before. If you're having problems in your relationship, don't just start telling everybody about your problems. Don't put it on Facebook. Don't post it everywhere. Because eventually, you're already going to realize, okay, this was stupid. And you're going to get back together and you're going to make up and everything's going to be fine. But the whole world is still upset at at your partner. Oh, yeah. Your friends and family. They're going to be annoyed. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? And they're going to always be saying, well, remember that time? You guys got past it, but the rest of the world didn't. And the rest of the world should have never known in the first place. Exactly. Don't air your bullshit. Don't. We, We see that all the time. Social media is ridiculous with that bullshit. It really is. Don't bring up the past and use it against each other. If you've forgiven and moved on, fucking forgive and move on. Let it go. Apologize to each other and mean it. And they don't take each other for granted. Mm. Say thank you. Say I appreciate you. And mean it. Yeah. Actually appreciate it. People need to hear that. Yeah. They need to hear they're appreciated. They do. And, you know, I said the other day, my partner said, I appreciate you. And I told her, I said, I know you do. But it's really nice to hear it. Yeah, it so, really is. So thank you. Yeah. She's like, you're thanking me? I'm like, yes, thank you for appreciating me. And it's a big deal. It is a very big deal. It's just that that other, that's just a little touch of validation yet again, you know, that someone says that and they mean it. So you know you're appreciated. Yeah. Okay, and so back to the main article, it says how to start a relationship. We all know how to start a relationship. You get horny. <laughs> No. <laughs> you get one just like, oh, I like you. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. But moving on a little bit, it says, what is the role of intimacy in a relationship? Oh, yeah. Intimacy is the glue that holds a relationship together. Whether it is physical, emotional, or intellectual intimacy, all couples need intimacy in different forms to grow closer. So, yes, if you're in a romantic relationship, sex is very important. But there's other forms of intimacy that are just as or even more important. If you can't talk to each other, if you can't connect with each other, having sex doesn't make you feel connected. It can. It can, yeah. But eventually, that goes away, too. Especially after the orgasm. So, you know, this is a BDSM podcast, so let's talk about it. For my partner and I, we feel most connected when we go down to the dungeon and we have a really intense scene and we can, we, one of us releases, you know, sometimes there's tears, sometimes there's a lot of things and we just feel connected. And part of that is because we're releasing chemicals, like we've said before, 
will release in the serotonin and the dopamine, the love chemicals. And then we come out feeling closer to each other. But a lot of it is we put a lot of trust into our partner. We had a very intimate experience because we allowed them to do things to us that made us vulnerable, that made us feel, for me, I like breath play. And when I do breath play and I let my partner do that to me, I'm literally putting my life in her hands. I'm giving her complete control and I'm giving her complete trust that I'm going to be okay at the end of this. And she does the same thing with me. We do a lot of really intense things. And we you need to show her where the emergency button is just in case. <laughs> she pushed it the other day and I said, don't push that. <laughs> she pushed it. I'm like, don't push that. That goes upstairs. <laughs> It does. It connects us, and it's it's for both of us. It's real. It's a connection that we don't get other ways. Yeah. Do we have sex? Yeah, we have great sex. But the connection is different when we do the BDSM, and I think that's what draws a lot of people to BDSM is that connection you feel afterwards. It's such a euphoric thing. It's you know, it's giving control. It's taking control. It's you know, it's such a it's such an overpowering feeling to do all these things, you know, and create the scene, you know? And you, it forces you to be in that moment with your partner. Absolutely. Everything else disappears because it has to. Yeah. You can't do the things that we're doing if you're not paying attention. Yes, very much you so. You have to bring yourself into that moment. Your partner brings themselves into that moment. And you go on this journey together and you have this experience together. And it's an intense experience. What are some common challenges in relationships? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Issues in a relationship set off certain alarm signs that, can, that may or may not be easy to spot. Being on a lookout for such signs is the first step towards solving problems and avoiding them in the future. What are the signs that your relationship is in trouble? All right. Hmm. Insecurity. Insecurity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cheating. Conflicts. Jealousy. Verbal abuse. A toxic relationship. Commitment phobia. Control issues. Trust issues. Mental health. <laughs> mental health is at the bottom of this list and then long distance relationship issues mental health should have been like number one yeah because normally you have some mental health issues if you have some of these things going on <laughs> just saying sometimes, like I said sometimes it's hard to recognize that those are the issues those are the core issues yes but it it, it says there's a way that there's signs and if some of these signs are popping up, then if, you then you start looking for these issues. If you're verbally abusing someone, you've got a problem. Right. But some of the signs are lack of intimacy. You're not having sex anymore. You're not doing the BDSM anymore. You're not talking anymore. You're not doing the things that bring you closer together. Poor communication or none at all. You're not talking because, <laughs> you know, you're yelling at each other, so you don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, public dis displays of affection are non-existent. 
if you're embarrassed of your partner and don't want to be around them, don't want to hold their hand, don't want to kiss them in public, that's an issue. You know, not everybody is as affectionate as others, but everyone can hold hands or brush up next to each other, sit next to each other. Yeah. If you can't do that in public, there's an issue. Terms of endearment are rarely, rarely used. You don't call it. I like to say baby a lot. I like it. That's that's my go-to. You know, if you start call, stop calling your partner baby or sweetie or sweetheart or whatever it is that you used to call them, you, that's, a, that's a good sign. You don't have common interests together anymore. You know, the things that brought you together, kayaking, uh, BDSM, whatever it is that brought you together, you're not interested in doing those things together anymore. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. You don't spend time together anymore. You keep secrets from each other. You lose your temper easily. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You've run out of compromises. And you lose your sense of self. So all of those are signs that you have those under those underlying issues that you were saying. I think you, you lose your sense of self if you're... Um if you're in a toxic relationship because your your mind is consumed by their bullshit. Right. If, if one person is being controlling in the relationship, the other one feels like they have to make up for something. They yeah, have to overcome try harder. Or they got they have to do and they have to pander to the other partner. Yeah, definitely. Right. So yeah. So what do you do when your relationship is failing, John? And say fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you take them down to the dungeon and you punish them. <laughs> you know, say, do better. <laughs> you know, the first thing. This is not from the article. This is from me. The first thing I do when my when I see problems in my relationships is I look at myself and say, okay, what am I doing that's causing my partner to feel this way? Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's not. But self-reflection is very important. It's a very big step in, in a mature relationship to try to figure out. Because it, it, it's, it's two-sided. It always is. So what am I doing? Maybe the person is causing you to do these things, but you still have control over how you react. So what am I doing? Because a lot of times it gets in this vicious cycle. One person will do one thing and another person will retaliate. It might even be subconsciously, but they're doing it so it just keeps building and building. And if nobody's willing to stop the cycle, it's never going to stop. So the first thing you do is you look at yourself. Because, honestly, the only person you can change is yourself. If you don't like your relationship, look at yourself, see what you're doing, and fix it. And if, if it's not going to fix the relationship, maybe the relationship doesn't need to be. It just depends. That's entirely true. But... but you're never going to be happy if if you lose yourself. Like they said, if you lose yourself, you're not going to be happy and your partner's not going to be happy because you lost, they lost the person that they fell in love with. So. so deep. I'm always deep. You are. It's I go crazy. really deep. And then they... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how not to go deep. Wow. Stretch things too. Stretch you know, and deep. <laughs> yeah. So you know what I 
You know what I've noticed? So we had this this friend, right? And she was in a relationship. She would bring her fiance over. They proposed, you know, they were planning on getting married and everything was great. And then we started to see her more so without him. And she was like, he's suffocating me. Yeah. You know, my thing of it is, can someone you love really suffocate you? You know, I just, I don't ever get that feeling. Right. You know, if you feel suffocated it's because you don't want to be around them. Yeah. They want to be around you more. And that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, if they want to be around you 24 seven and control everything you're doing that, that yes, yes, that's the problem. That's the problem. But, and I think it developed into that and it's sad. You know, you see that, Oh yeah, we're getting married to, yeah. yeah, a lot of, and it's, it's a big part of the culture and it's a big part of religion. I think too, is you get married and now you own the person. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. They get and married I for the wrong reason. They get married because they're told they're supposed to. Yeah. Instead of actually having a healthy relationship and wanting to build a life together. Yeah. I didn't feel that at all. Like when I got married, I thought, no, this is great. This is going to be the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. You know, I never thought, oh, yeah, I can be something. And I've seen people. They've completely changed after they've gotten married since mm-hmm. they've signed that piece of paper. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, there's a lot of people that they get married and now they take over the finances and they have complete control over the bank account and everything else. Yeah. That's and, nuts. And they really, you know, they switch. They get married and they switch. It's like, wow. Crazy. So. So. Get out of your That's why we not getting married. <laughs> there you go. Get out your toxic relationships, people. Okay. All right. Well, that was that's enough for that serious subject. We're, I know. We don't need to do serious subjects anymore. I know. It's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about ass play and pussy worship. Right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so until next time, make all of your I'm going to get freaky in my relationship fantasies become realities. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>